You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Whenever you're listening to this, welcome to Chicago Catholic Beyond the Headlines. My name is Joyce Turiga, and I'm the editor of the Chicago Catholic. And this show is about going beyond the headlines of what we cover in the newspaper and introducing you to um, the folks who are really on the ground doing the good work that we cover in the paper every issue. Before we go on, I just want to encourage you to follow us um, you can keep in touch with us at chicagocatholic.com and follow us on social media. And we also have an e-newsletter that comes out about three times a week. And you can also subscribe for $25. We're, we come about, out about every two weeks. So I'm super excited um, for this um, topic today. So we're going to talk to you about the FIRE Foundation. And it's part of what it does is they raise money and provide grants for Catholic schools to educate um, students with special needs or disabilities, and sometimes it can be a challenge for Catholic schools based maybe their their building isn't set up for um, handicap accessibility. Sometimes the budgets are too tight, but this foundation really um, goes the extra mile and provides kind of the bridge that Catholic schools need to educate all students. So today we have joining us Darlene Dugan, Duggan, uh, sorry, from the Fire Foundation. She's the vice president. And then Mike Kendrick, who's a principal at St. James in Arlington Heights. And they have two students there who are um, being supported by the Fire Foundation. So thank you. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having us today. Darlene, why don't you get us started? Um, you can talk about how the, the foundation, you know, it's a national foundation, but it's a local affiliate, how it got started and kind of the work that you're doing. Sure, yeah. So the Fire Foundation of Greater Chicago, we've been around now for about three years. Um, we got started just before the pandemic hit, so I have to admit that the pandemic slowed our pace slightly. However, um, we are now in full swing and, and moving ahead full throttle. Um, the foundation was, was originally um, founded by Lely and Bob Herrig. Um, their youngest daughter, Katie, who is actually a student um, in Mr. Kendrick's St. James School, um, has cerebral palsy and she had some special needs that weren't able to be accommodated at a typical um, Catholic school and that's something that they really wanted for their daughter. Um, so they kind of started a foundation uh, to support uh, the funding really oftentimes there's lots of barriers to why children with special needs aren't included in Catholic schools. Um, but one of the primary barriers is um, funding. So they started this foundation um, originally just for their own daughter to get her through the 
the Catholic school system. And as they found, and as they started to talking more and more people, they found that this was something that a lot of people had in their hearts that they wished for their own children to go to Catholic education or be educated in the Catholic school system. And it just wasn't something that the most Catholic schools are able to accommodate. So they extrapolated that model to involve and include um, a lot more families. So that's where I joined um, forces as well. My youngest daughter um, has some cognitive delays that aren't able to be, her needs aren't able to be met fully um, at a Catholic school. And my husband and I and our family, we were very disappointed that she couldn't uh, attend school with her sisters and be educated um, as, as we had intended for our family. And so we joined forces and started the Fire Foundation. And we are an affiliate of um, the Fire Foundation of Kansas City is the original group that started about 25 years ago. Um, and uh, we are an affiliate of that organization. So, so it's been a wonderful history so far. And you mainly provide grants for AIDS, is that right? Yeah, you know, we'll per, we provide grants for just about anything, whether that's a one-on-one -on -one aid that the child needs support for, or it could be um, curriculum development or teacher development, as well as um, physical modifications to a building or equipment that are needed. But most of the time, what we're finding so far is that most of the, the need is, is there for aid so that the child has an aid with them in the inclusive classroom. So Mike, can you talk about kind of the the other side of it, the challenges for Catholic schools and, but also how, you know, we talked about this is such a big part of our mission as, as Catholic schools. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, for the first part of that question, the challenges, um, you know, our Catholic schools, we're, we're working off a tuition model, we're working through the church, and, and it really is a ministry. Um, so we don't have the resources that a lot of our public counterparts do, but, um, you know, that's one of the things that I found uh, with not only working with the Fire Foundation, but with the, the culture we built at St. James, um, you know, it's that idea that anything's possible, right? And then I think that, you know, you have to take that leap of faith, not only as a, a, a leader of a building, but also the teachers and, and the families that are joining you, because ultimately, as a Catholic school, we believe that we're all on mission together to do what is best for the children, no matter what that circumstance is. Um, and that's where part of our mantra at St. James is find a way. Um, and that's what we do for our kids. We, we find a way, we continue to look for things that they need, and then stop at nothing to make that happen. And, um, you know, we talked in our, our interview when you were on campus, um, you know, about how that is, that's truly living out our mission as Catholics. Um, you know, it's not just the one, you know, universal church for those who can be here. It's truly the universal church. And we are a branch and a ministry of that. So, um, you know, we kind of got to put our money where our mouth is and say, listen, let's go out there and do this. And, and not every Catholic school has the resources we have. We have a, a building that has ramps, not stairs. Um, we have an elevator. We have a lot of the things that are, are necessary for a student that might have uh, those types of needs. But uh, on top of that, we also have this really great partnership with the Fire Foundation that provides two aids for our school. Um, we also have, you know, a, a group of people that are, are working collaboratively as a team to to do whatever the, the is necessary for these kids. And, and I think that that is you know, um, that's us living out the the teachings of Christ. Um, and I think that's so important because he didn't just go to the rich people. He didn't go to just the, the Pharisees or, or the other people. He went to the lepers. He went to the prostitutes. He went to the, the, the lowest of the low and, and those who needed the most support. Um, and I think as a Catholic school, we have to do that for our students and say, 
all right, where where are you now and where can we get you to where you want to be? And, and, and together as community, as a faith-based community, and truly as a family and, and help raise these children to young men and women of faith and of intellect. Darlene, what, um, touching on that, how, what have you heard from parents, and, and you as a parent yourself, feel, why is it important to, be want, to want to send your child to a Catholic school? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. And I think it's a very timely one um, in this period that we find ourselves um, that the, you know, the basis for our family is raising that domestic church within our own household, within our, within our own home. And my husband and I are trying to do that. And we are being supported by our local Catholic church by extending that domestic church through the schooling ministry that our daughters receive. Um, so that it's disappointing that not all of our children can attend Catholic school. Um, and as Mr. Kendrick said, you know, that's kind of the, um, you know, that that exclusionary principle um, doesn't necessarily pertain that, you know, Jesus invited all of the children and Jesus invites all of the um, participants to his table. So I think this just further supports um, our Catholic school system to be able to do that, to meet every individual student as well as every family um, where they need the support and where they need the help. Amen. The feedback that we're getting from so far from the families that are supported by our grants is um, that this has just been essentially a saving grace for them, that this is, you know, what their strongest desire for their family and for their student has been um, to grow up in that and be educated amongst uh, peers that are not only, you know, academic, but also faith-based. That's awesome. That's what I'm, I just get so excited. Um, Okay, we got to take a quick break and then we'll come right back and we'll see you in a minute. an old bicycle that's not being used? Consider donating it to Catholic Charities Veterans Bike Project of Lake County. Skilled volunteers are refurbishing bicycles to make them safe and ready to be used by veterans to get to and from their new places of work. We also gratefully accept financial contributions that are used to purchase bike helmets and other safety accessories. Our veterans have faithfully served the United States and now it is our privilege to serve them. For more information on the Veterans Bike Project of Lake County, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. Catholic education offers something other schools don't. When you walk through that door, you are amongst friends. I can confidently say that I look up to everybody at HT, staff, students. There's just something that you can admire in every person here. We treat everyone here with the same kind of respect that we would hope that exists in our families. Our curriculum is very rigorous, and we hope to match the academic rigor with our level of academic support. They help us prepare for college. They talk to us about our future and what we want to do. 
I think it instills a sense of community, which makes me more confident in my work. Through the teachers, through our counselors, through all of our administrators, we are educating not just the mind, but also the heart. I think that distinguishes us from other types of schools. Catholic high schools provide high-quality, faith-based education. The journey begins by taking your entrance exam. Register online at the Catholic high school you wish to attend. Ancestry and genealogy are more important every day. People all over the world are wanting to learn more about their family heritage for personal and for health reasons. At Catholic Charities, we are hearing from adults who lived for a brief time at St. Vincent's Orphanage, the wonderful life-affirming agency that operated out of our headquarters for 91 years, serving thousands of women, children, and families until it closed in 1972. Our post-adoption services help adults who want to learn more about their experience at St. Vincent's. Our compassionate staff members provide whatever family background information they can offer, along with support and reunion services. To learn more, call 312-655-7093. That's 312-655-7093. The spirit of St. Vincent's lives on in the inspiring stories that continue to emerge today. Welcome back. My name is Joyce Duriga. I'm the editor of the Chicago Catholic, and this is our Beyond the Headlines show about going a little deeper into the stories that we're covering and introducing you to the people who are behind those stories, who are really making a difference in our Catholic community. And just to remind you, you can visit us at chicagocatholic.com. You can also follow us on social media. The links are there. We have an e-newsletter that's free that we send out about three times a week. And you can subscribe for $25 um, a year, and we come out about every two weeks. So I want to welcome back. We're talking about the Fire Foundation. We've got Diane Dugan, from, who's the vice president of the Fire Foundation of Greater Chicago. And we have Mike Kendrick, who's the principal of St. James in Arlington Heights. And we're talking about the great work they've been able to partner on to educate our children with special needs. So, Mike, can you talk about um, what a difference or what the effect of having, um, like, Katie and you have Gabby in uh, kindergarten kindergarten or preschool and anyway she's young but having them in the classroom does for the environment of the school for the kids you know yeah it's a beautiful thing um you know we love having them in our building uh first because we're you know fulfilling that partnership with their parents that you know we want to raise these children in the faith and in a faith-based environment which is a beautiful thing and then um i think the students at school just get to do interact with kids that might be a little bit different than themselves or uh, might learn that, oh, you know what, uh, they have needs that might be more visible than mine, but um, we all go through something a little bit differently. And, and what we've seen is that um, not only do our kids like accept them, but they embrace them, um, which is a beautiful thing. Um, Katie, who's in eighth grade, will have lunch bunch groups with um, some of the other eighth graders and they'll play apples to apples and, and interact with her and, and have these times. And, you know, and it's, um, it's great because they're not 
they're not forced to be there. They don't have to do this. They're, they're doing it out of their, the kindness of their heart because they've had that experience of seeing, you know, Katie move with them for the last two and a half school years. And, um, you know, is she's going to graduate with them. Uh, she's going to get her diploma uh, with the rest of the class at the end of this year. And um, it's going to be, it's fantastic. And, and, you know, I think it's, it's one of those things where it just like uh, it, it's a multiplier. It, it, everybody just enjoys it and grows and, you know, uh, it's just a way of, of even teaching our kids how to live out their faith for others. Darlene, you're shaking your and head. I, yes. Yeah. yeah, I was just going to say, if I could add to that, please. You know, I think this is modeling exactly what our students and what our um, uh, community is going to see in the real world, so to speak. You know, these are um, young kids that are just in elementary school right now. But when you do end up as an adult in the workforce and you have a job and you know, you're out and about in the community, there's a variety of people out there and there's a, a diverse population that we are now setting these children up with exactly how to incorporate those inclusion principles um, at a young age. So it's just going to be a natural flow for them um, as they progress and as they age and as they enter the workforce in real adulthood. So um, not only is this, you know, uh, an incredible experience and a welcoming experience for the student that's receiving the services and is is the one with special needs, but also those kids who are sitting at the lunch table together and and beyond. It, it's happening today, but this is lessons that are learned for the future as well and setting a good foundation. So I think it's so amazing because sometimes you feel like um, maybe out of fear or they don't want to offend. Like you don't you don't know what to do when you encounter someone who might have physical differences and so it's I mean the kids are getting this at an early age like you're saying and they're going to be able to um, it's just going to be something they can they understand they have a special sensitivity to going for as adults and they can you know that kind of ripples out right hopefully that they can share that with others and so it's super super yeah absolutely now Mike I know that also I'm going to go back to that um the hiring family, they talked about how the the difference, it's cheered up Kate, like Katie's, you know, more interactive. She likes those lunch brunch groups and it's just been, um, and then the other family that we interviewed, they said um, their son has downs and he gets into the car and he just talks and talks. And I guess the girls have kind of befriended him. He's young, a young guy. And, you know, she talks about, um, he gets in the car and talks about all his friends and what they're all doing and how they did homework today. So it's so, it seems to just benefit everybody, you know, all around the, across the board. So Mike, you guys have done some, some work with the Fire Foundation, right? With some um, staff development or maybe helping the other schools or sharing what you've been learning and doing. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, so we, um, each year, the or every other year, the Fire Foundation has a big conference that they do, which is a big professional development setting. Um, and our teachers have done some training with them and, and really working on, um, you know, how do we, you know, up our inclusion game and, and really provide specific and targeted needs to the students, not just kind of these like blanket, hey, we're going to do this for all, but really like finding those individual things um, that our kids need. And then how do we not only implement them in a, you know, with one of our learning behavior specialists, or things like that, but how do we train our teachers inside the classroom to um, pull the most out of the kids as well? And, and really, you know, we operate on the idea that um, our learning behavior specialists and our, our special ed aides aren't the only special ed teachers in the school. Everybody is, right? Because every kid has some sort of need and every student, um, whether that's academic, social, emotional, um, behaviorally, they all have a need for something. And, and how do we 
provide that for the students, not only identifying that, but then, um, you know, being able to, to give them what we need and, and having the fire foundation in our, in our back pocket has been great for that. Not only to, uh, you know, it's happened to their trainings and resources they have and obviously the funding, but then, you know, we're starting to spread a little bit too, which is great. And, you know, I know that we've had um, at St. John's not too far from here, they, um, you know, have gotten connected to the fire foundation and a few other schools as well. Um, and we're kind of, you know, building our own, you know, Chicago network, which is really great. And, you know, anytime that, that collaboration, whether it's principals or teachers or things like that, when those things happen, that's how we all grow together, not only as, individual schools but as a, a greater school system or, or even a church at that point as well because um you know it, we're stronger together uh and that's something that we're hopefully can continue to do in, in developing these relationships with other uh other schools darlene you guys you're in four schools now you've been getting a lot of interest right Yes, we have a ton of interest in this um, current academic school year. We are in four um, elementary schools, and we're hoping to expand that in the future, um, hopefully for next year. Our application um, for the next uh, academic school year will open in January. So if anybody is interested, uh, they can check out our website, which is firefoundationchicago.org, and we will have that application up and ready and available uh, in the new year. Now, does the school apply or the parents? And then do you have any, go ahead, I'm sorry. I was just gonna say this, the school applies. So whether that's the principal or the special ed teacher um, or just the classroom teacher who is hoping uh, to welcome a student with special needs into their classroom, um, but it does come from the school. And we encourage any parents out there who are listening to this and you know, have um, somebody that they think that would benefit from our funding and from our support of our foundation to reach out to their local Catholic school. And if they don't necessarily have a relationship yet or are not sure which one would be most appropriate, um, we can connect them and we can have those conversations as well. That's awesome. Okay, we're going to take one more quick break and then we'll be right back. Thank you. Catholic Charities Veterans Employment Services help veterans find and maintain employment through job readiness training, resume writing assistance, mock interviews, and job placement counseling. We work with a wide array of employers and community partners to help veterans reach their career goals. We owe a debt of gratitude to all of our veterans for the sacrifices they made to serve our nation. It is our privilege now to assist them. To learn more about Catholic Charities Veterans Employment Program in Cook County, call 773-808-2954. In Lake County, call 847-782-4219. You can also learn more at catholiccharities.net. To all United States veterans, thank you for your service. I feel special. <laughs> I feel great. I got good grades. We've seen a huge surge in our kids now meeting or exceeding grade level. Mm -hmm. 
come check us out. You may have never thought we were an option before. from the Chicago Catholic newspaper. We're talking today about the Fire Foundation. Just wanted to let you, well, obviously, if it's, it's in the latest issue of the Chicago Catholic, <laughs> hold it up there. You can find these in the back of your parishes or at chicagocatholic.com. And this story is right in the center, so it's real easy to find. And you can also find out more about the foundation if you go to firefoundationchicago.org, which is also at the end of the story. So we have about five minutes left. I mean, you both have a wealth of experience in this area. I'm wondering if there's just something on your heart or any kind of experiences, advice you can give to maybe people who are listening, whether it's on the academic side or it's on the parental side, or maybe it's just somebody who, you know, wants to help, you know, wants to start making it more accessible in our Catholic schools for people with children with disabilities. Yeah, something that I would say right now is um, something that didn't shock us and did shock us all at the same time was when we first launched the organization and year over year, the, the growth in requests for funding um, and the amount of need that is out there um, is really um, startling, the numbers that we're seeing. And, um, and it's a clear indicator that something like this has been missing um, within the Archdiocese of Chicago. So we're very, very pleased that our mission is needed um, in the work that we're doing. However, we're, we're limited right now by, um, you know, by being able to fund all of the students that are asking and that are requesting. Um, we are eager to see how many schools are um, kind of rising to the challenge and opening their hearts and their doors to students with special needs. Um, and so we're just hoping to be able to fulfill um, all of that eagerness and to support all of that eagerness as well. So, um, you know, to anybody who is listening, um, at, you know, I, I would encourage um, you to visit our website, get to know our organization a little bit better. Um, we have a lot of resources on the website too that um, are academic studies that support inclusion and, and kind of um, show, uh, illustrate why inclusion is such a benefit to the entire community. Um, but we also are asking for prayers at this point, too, um, you know, so that we can, um, as a group, uh, support the work that we're doing through prayer. And then, of course, um, donations are always welcomed as well. Yeah, I can. Uh, then I'll, uh, Let's go ahead. I'll jump in on the, the other side of that, on the school side. You know, um, I think the number one driver for why people don't try to do inclusive things or or even just like give it a shot is just fear um and and i would encourage anybody out there that is has wanted catholic education for their child but um doesn't think it's possible or on the other end if you're an educator or somebody in a building and you don't think it's it's a possibility um have faith not fear um because anything is possible and i think that um you got to take that first leap and you have to say yes 
and then you can figure everything out. It's not going to be perfect the first time around when things happen, um, but it's going to get better and better and better. And as, as more schools are saying yes, as more parents are saying yes, as more people are hearing that call, it's going to collectively, you know, uh, improve as a group. So um, my biggest thing is, is to push that fear to the side as hard as that is, and just jump in with two feet and say yes, because nothing's going to happen until that moment happens. Amen. You know, and we've got to wrap up, but this is super exciting. I hope a lot of people listen and we're going to share it on social media and stuff too. And they read the story. I think this is just amazing what you guys are both, you do, all of you are doing the foundation at the school, at other schools. We pray to get more people to say yes. And um, hold on one second. Mike, am I wrapping up like wrap up, wrap up? Sorry. Okay. See, it's, I'm learning. So anyway, this is Joyce Trigger, the editor of the Chicago Catholic. This has been our Beyond the Headlines episode, talking about the Fire Foundation and the work it does to make Catholic education acceptable to students with special needs. And follow us on chicagocatholic.com, and we'll see you in a few weeks. Bye.